You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's True Blood After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show, it's AfterBuzz TV's True Blood After Show. Okay, you have to talk. You can't just make these crazy faces. Well, because I feel like the characters right now, with the song that's playing yeah. right now, because there's a parallel. Because tonight it was all about... Oh, I thought he was going to say the lyric there. Uh, fail. Fail. All right. We all know that Bing is for doing, and we are here doing another after show on AfterBuzz TV. I'm JC, and this is True Blood Season 6, Episode 5. We're halfway there. It's blown by. Yes, 50%. Oh, once again, <laughs> once again Scott with the math. We're <laughs> 50% of the way through. Brain power of the team. All right, well. Let's not wait any further. Let us introduce our wonderful panel of hosts, starting with the lovely raven-haired host to my left. Ooh, raven hair. Raven. I like it. I'll go by. Hi, guys. <laughs> you're like, hi. You're that is Sarah Stretton for those listeners at home. I know. You're just like, hi. And I'm just kind of I waiting. And you look at me. I raven hair thing. <laughs> you I got too caught up name. in the raven hair thing. And I'm raven Scott. Hair girl. I'm Scott. Like it. It's good to be back. I'm like, we're matching in our like primary. Or I guess it's not a primary no. color, but in our solid are, colors. We're in the cool colors. We're in our cool, like, solid colors tonight for those that are listening. Do you want to introduce yourself blue. now? I already did. I'm just, I'm just letting, you guys, I'm letting you guys have a moment. Because we I, did. I saved the best for last. The man running the ones and twos, our mini right. Warlow himself. Stephen Lemieux. Oh, hey, guys. I'm yeah. a mini Warlow. <laughs> yeah, every, yeah. Week, every week you're a new character. Luckily, mm-hmm. I didn't call you Sarah Newland this week. Wait for next mm-hmm. week. That is, that is a good thing. Cry cry. Oh, she's she's yeah. a little cray-cray. She's a little bit. She's okay. crazy and hateful, but she's a nice person. So she's grateful. <laughs> oh, Lord. It's going to be one of those episodes. Yes. Because, okay, literally, what did we have this week? We had Warlow loves Sookie. Jason loves Jess. Everyone gets captured. Okay. <laughs> Oh, sorry, I'm already going to want to talk about this. Yeah, no. that's, what, that's what you're paid to do. Start, you, <laughs> yes, start this big off, you start this off with saying that Warlow loves Sookie, and then you follow it by saying that Jessica is loved. But Warlow, can he really love Sookie? He spent no time with her. And in the flashbacks, we understand that, according to him, he's loved her since she was a baby. That's not real love. Just because someone's, like, born and Actually, is similar to you. it's a little kind of creepy kind of love. And, like, has a contract. <laughs> that doesn't make it real love. I'm just going in the love. context of the show. Fine. That's, that's why, you know, okay. But Jason's love for Jessica is a lot more real and understandable, and there's layers. It's not like obsessive, I love you, and we need to be together forever and always. Well, we'll get into all that. We'll get into the minutia of this. And, of course, I do want to talk about, I've never noticed an episode like this one with so much pain. Every single character, and I think it... It kudos to to I believe it was Angela Robinson who wrote this episode. The fact that they're supernaturals, they're these beings from you know they're, they're superhuman, but yet mm-hmm. they have these inner conflicts that we can relate to. They, these shades of gray, 
every single character, I don't know if you noticed, Warlow had to bleep the pain away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jessica bleeped the pain away. They all, all Pam. Mm-hmm. We found out why her character was so off over the, la- the last few weeks because of the pain of losing Eric. The pain. They're hiding well, that pain. Well, there's more. I mean, there's this overwhelming theme, obviously, of pain. But there's also, like, these subgroups for it. Like, there's the pain of love, the pain of not knowing the truth. There's also this unheard of, like, pain of the fight between the devil and God throughout this episode. Playing into Sarah, playing into mm-hmm. Jessica, seeing, like, the opposing views and them obviously collide and her being sent to camp through Sarah. I I really liked it. And I... I agree with you. I, I did think too, and I agree too. Writing. Yeah, there's a there was a pain, a thread throughout for every character. Yeah, it's just fantastic writing tonight. Mm-hmm. You know, really brought it together. But let's get into it. Let's get into our favorite little fairy, Sookie. Little fairy princess over there. Yeah, mm-hmm. Sookie and Warlow. As we left them off last week, of course, sorry, sorry, Sookie was about to blast Warlow with her fairy bomb, and of course, Warlow proclaims his love. And reveals in so doing that he was trying to save her the whole time because her parents were going to kill her. Mm-hmm. And that was part of his explanation as the fact that he's always loved her and she needs to trust him. But if he he could have been forthcoming with any of this information when she asked last episode. You, you, how do you – it was a judgment call. He came and go, hi, I'm Warlow. I killed your parents, but I love you. <laughs> that been just weird. Okay, so hi, I'm Ben. Let's have sex, and then and later then I'll tell I'm going to tell you about the fact that I killed your parents. <laughs> I get and I some. Love you. Yeah, but here's the thing: Sookie did. She did say that she always knew. She always knew, like, well, I don't know if she was referring to how her parents, like, her parents considered an abomination and whatnot. She. I mean, I we've seen her reflect on that in mm-hmm. the past. Her bringing up the fact that she knew her mom was scared of her. Yeah, I never thought that. It had all crossed her mind that her parents had gone. Like this was a complete shock. No, to I think her. this was a complete shock to her. Her parents were. I mean, she was not expecting that's what her parents did at all. Okay, I'm going to counter that. I, I, I'm re- I'm firing. Fine, tonight. go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> counter. Two, it, it was two or three episodes. Okay. Two or three <laughs> episodes ago. I forget. Chat roll if you if you know. Let us know. When she sat down with Jason and Jason was talking about his visions about his parents, mm-hmm. and she told him, Jason, you always we always try to remember the best parts of them, yeah. but they weren't as squeaky clean as we envisioned them. So she always knew. And that's a hint. And we've, we've been talking about it all season that there's so many clues in previous episodes to tell us what's going to happen the rest of the season. I mean, definitely. I think that uh, we all knew that they weren't perfect people. Yes. But I don't think Suki knew no, I, that, I, that it was to that extent. I, I agree. I think it's almost like when okay. you become an adult and you think of your parents and you're like, okay, now my parents aren't perfect that they're flawed humans like when you're a kid you just think oh my parents are perfect and everything they say is right and i mean you look up to them so much and then when you become an adult you realize they're not it's kind of the same thing there where i think she was realizing my that her parents weren't perfect but like you were saying there's no way that she would have thought it would have been to that point that mm-hmm. you know they're basically trying to kill I her i liked the bringing in of lafayette into this episode. i did too bringing it was nice back. to see him back yes. and actually have something to do because i was going to comment and i guess i can now about how it just feels like tara has nothing to really contribute anymore and it's kind of sad to me do you mean Tara or Lafayette no I was just saying Tara doesn't have anything because um, I was going to say going on that because yes. they're related it kind of made me think about that because I was watching this episode even thinking well at least there's a little bit of Tara in there but I still feel like she's had really nothing this season to, to, to really contribute that she's really a necessary character being up to this point as like pawns by the other characters yeah. instead of having their own storyline obviously we had Tara become mm-hmm. a vampire and have the love affair with Pam but I feel like 
Pam is the center of that relationship. And then with this, with Lafayette, we had his huge season, Mm -hmm. or multiple things with him becoming a witch, Mm -hmm. and Zeus, and now we got at least got glimpses of him being a medium and all the things with Terry and he's kind of being used as like an asset for the other characters yeah, as an intermediary to get but it is moving the plot forward no absolutely and yep. how they tied it in for this episode i thought was good and realistic using mm-hmm. him as the medium to reach out to her parents i i was, I was happy i is, was too i agree i was very happy with that is that the slight problem with the show with since you have so many characters mm-hmm. and especially this season more than any other season we only have 10 episodes mm-hmm. so you got to cram a lot into 10 episodes here so you're yeah. gonna lose a lot of storylines like it was great to see terry he was even in the last episode mm-hmm. the, the 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 werewolves we barely mm-hmm. get any time with them at all you know i would almost say are we really that invested in their storyline it's, that's another one, too, that's kind of hard to be invested in at this point. It's hard because I think that with this show, you grow to love the characters so much that you want all of them mm-hmm. to have time. But it's, it's an hour show. Now we have ten episodes. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why, I mean, we've been foreshadowing that they're going to kill someone. Mm-hmm. And I think that's almost why they have to. And like, most shows, you have to kill people just to, like, keep people watching. It's like, at this point, you love so many people that maybe there's just no more space. Yeah, you almost have to kill have to people off to room. make room. You're right, yeah. For, like, the new, all all of the stuff mm-hmm. that's going on. You know, and, and I, I know this is, like, predictions, and we're getting a little sidetracked. Yeah. You know, we were talking about Sookie and whatnot. But, I mean, wouldn't it be good for the show for there to be a major death? Because we haven't lost, really, a core character from season one. Like, the the main one, Sam, mm-hmm. Eric, Bill. And, I mean, Bill, I mean, Eric wasn't even a main character right in the beginning. Mm-hmm. He was brought along. Yep. So I'm just saying. With his long hair. If I yeah, know exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I almost, you know I'd, I'd hate to see anyone go, but then it just it would make it much more valuable. Each mm-hmm. character, your your interest in them, it, it means so much more. We expect them and, to and be investment. there in a way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I, like to, I will get into predictions, and then I'll, I'll talk about <laughs> <All> that. <right. laughs> I mean, so what we have, Suki finally reaches out to her parents mm-hmm. through the medium right. of Lafayette, and the crazy dad shows up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I liked the parallel of like her being shoved into a trunk again yeah. but <laughs> a little a little a little much in my opinion but i mean Suki's <laughs> fought off so many people i feel like she could have fought a little harder like where's secret fairy strength or something i'm how, how is she succumbing to this i understand lafayette's body is a big guy yeah it was it was a bit much so you're saying like, she should have zapped lafayette i'm mm. saying that I don't know, zap herself out know. of the trunk. Uh, she well, no, obviously, like, untied herself at some point. Well, the point. dad gave her some, what was it, NyQuil? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, 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 NyQuil's been known to <laughs> F my pain away many times, mm-hmm. so I'm just saying. But, you know, also we need to talk about, back to the the opening scene with Sookie and Warlow and Bill showing up. The oh, revelation, yeah. uh, revelation that he is... His maker, he is Lilith. Yeah, that, that was surprised. That that surprised. Yeah, that was surprised me that with that kind of how that all came about. That I don't like. That doesn't make sense to me because although he has Lilith's blood and he's part Lilith, mm-hmm. he's still part Bill, mm-hmm. and I really don't think he should still have control over him as like a maker's powers. Mm-hmm. I think that that should have been broken when he brought Lilith to the light. I think. So I'm not really happy with it. I understand it's probably going to help with the plot and yeah. make it more dynamic. But just vampire-wise and, like, vampire, like, lineage-wise, I'm like, 
So it made you question yeah, it a little yeah, bit. See, yeah. It kinda, yeah. I, at first, I I actually agree with you, but then I also do kind of like the fact that they did that because it really kind of threw me for a little bit. Because when we first walked in, I was like, whoa, wait a minute. And then when we realized it was her, I was like, it adds another layer. And I thought that it does, like like you said, with the plot, it's going to make it a little bit more interesting, unique. And I I, I do like that. I, I like that they shook it up a little bit with that. And, and the interesting point, since we're talking about Warlow and Lilith and whatnot, he ended up killing Lilith via the sun. Mm-hmm. So how did they – this is a – it was bothering me when we saw, when we were watching the episode. Where did the – jumping back to the authority, where did mm-hmm. they get Lilith's blood if she was fried? I mean, maybe we'll get another flashback of like yeah. some person like scooping, <laughs> scooping it up, it up into, like, in a, a squeegeeing it off and like no, you know. saving it in a little thing. Forever. They were burned by the sun. I mean, that's pretty quick, right? I mean, I would agree, but we'll we'll get some. Yeah. I, there's a couple questions. There's always for me, questions I mean, that are outstanding that I why Warlow is really submitted to Bill. I addressed that. Now we have this blood question. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mentioned to the show. I don't understand what the rules are for Ben Warlow in general when it comes to, like, healing. He, like, survived a tap by the by Suki, the nebula fire, ball thing. Her supernova, sure. Yeah. he's So that healed, but in the past we've seen him with scrapes and cuts. Yeah. And, and then he's got those to be bandaged. I know that that is interesting. Like, is it... Is it, like, vampire things damage him, but everything else heals? Like... What are these yeah. guidelines? Well, we're going to ask those slash questions. Fairy slash vampire. Like, yeah, it's very confusing. I got to ask the questions actually to our fourth host, who I always say is our chat role. So, if you guys have any theories, any ideas, let us know mm-hmm. because we have we're super we fans like you, and we have the same questions. Maybe and, I, got- and we love hearing from them too. I know a couple of people tweeted uh, over the week too with some theories, and I think it's great when people. Uh, Thanks, guys. Yeah, yeah, and coming up later, of course, we do have our trivia, our mm-hmm. trivia winner of the week. But before we move any further, I also do want to say hello to everyone. If you watch us on YouTube, iTunes, listen to us on iTunes, OneCast, Stitcher. Hello, guys, and we need your comments. We love your comments. Let us know what you think. What we you read want to see. every single one of them. Yes, we do, and <laughs> really, we implement really them in the show. So, yeah. you know, just let us know what you think. So, and before we leave, just are we leaving the Suki Bill? World Absolutely com- not. Okay, just want to check. <laughs> we'll leave it when we'll leave it when when you're ready to leave. Okay, I just had a few more things to say. I'm convinced that the little kid, like, was Ben's kid. The the kid he survived, who's the blonde in the tent, I think is that Niall. Was, that's what they said, though, didn't they? Didn't, didn't she think, say, Niall, go stay inside? I don't know, but I think yes. that's his child. Yeah. So you think Niall's his because actual son? When he left to, like, go get water where yeah. he was bitten, she was, like, pregnant. Right. Yeah. That and is she a good talked point. to him. But so I, I would assume it's like his mom, and that means it's. I would think it's his kid. So yes. which means now, present day, Warlow slash Ben threw his own son into horrible parallel universe. <laughs> and like Sookie's related to him then in that sense. Like I can't. Yes. Also. <laughs> wow. So no, no. Uh, I feel like fun the times blood, for them then. <laughs> I feel like we're related to everyone who started in like 3500 BC or at some point. I think Scott's related to Warlow. <laughs> yes, I am. See, we're all related. Yeah, I know. I didn't pick up on that because I thought they'd explained a few episodes ago that. I think it was Niall that they were in the same tribe That's together, what I, or they were in similar tribes, but separate tribes, separate tribes, yeah. but in the same area. That's what I thought. But it would make it would be so much more poetic if Niall was his son. And Niall wouldn't have known that necessarily. Exactly. You know, he would only know what he'd heard or anything else. And he so he grew up. Yeah, like this this was his family. He just didn't realize that it was Warlow's family too. Yeah. 
Because you're right. How would how could Warlow stop after the bloodthirst of eating a fairy? You go crazy, and he stopped. Mm-hmm. Maybe he was full like Tara was in this episode. We don't know. I mean, they don't seem to get full off fairies if you look at Jessica's appetite. That is true. Yes. She had the very big appetite this past well, week. Before we move on to Vamp Camp, anything else we want to add to uh, Sookie, Warlow, Bill, Lilith? Ben's pain is his hatred of his own vampire self. It's an internal hatred pain. And that's fantastic. I mean, that, doesn't Versus that mean... Sookie's is like the truth. <laughs> so he needs to... So Ben, it sounds like Ben needs to read a self-help book, like Make Cause Miracles or something, so oh. he can love himself fully. Except your whole being. <laughs> yes. All right, I've got a theory no from hate. chat roll. Ooh. And this Another is from theory. this is from Ben Lowe himself. His name is Ben Lowe. Niall isn't his son. <sighs> he's saying is not. Is not. Why? He's his neighbor. Okay. That's what he's saying. And this is from okay. Ben Lowe himself. Okay. I mean, Benlo, come on. He, that's awesome already. I want to know what happened to pregnant wifey with her All right, Ben. ben oh, Niall's mom had a man by her. People she move did. on <laughs> when you think people die. Actually, people move on. Especially back then. I mean, I think it would be like the next day. You're like, all right, he's gone. Let's move on. Speaking <laughs> of moving. <laughs> I agree. Ben, no, you're probably right. Let's be honest. I'm just trying to defend No, I, th- I, think, I, th- I think it's a good theory because when you said that, I was like, yeah, it could make sense. It could make sense. Speaking of moving on. Okay, I'm sorry. Let, no, no. So let us, you should be sorry. Let us move on to the whole world of everyone getting captured, van, uh, vamp camp. and But I do want to talk about Jason and Sarah. And Sarah kind of being this puppet master. I know. I feel like Sarah had the best lines out of everybody in this episode. I love some of her lines. Um, you have any? I do. I, I, I wrote them all down. What, what are they just, explicit? They are explicit. So maybe I can just – I'll just say F. Um <laughs> Remember when she was with the governor and the very end there, she was like, well, when a woman comes to you in black lingerie, you unwrap her. And then uh, later on when she was talking to Jason, she's like, well, God wants me to F you. (laughs) Is this just a woman that's just been shattered by divorce? And I guess her sister was lost by a vamp as well. I mean, there was just her motivations this episode. Yeah, it was. Well, because then speaking of the vampire thing, my last favorite line of hers was my my body is an effing temple and you just defiled it with your vampire loving pecker. So after sad. Jason, yeah. So I was like, yeah. Obviously, you know, I, I think like you were saying with that whole pain thread. Yeah. Regardless of everything, she's. I still think she has the pain there of, of like her sister and also with Steve. She definitely. I still think there's there's definitely some pain there. Just she's all, all the through. rejection and just the lack of self love mm-hmm. that she has and. That's a weird mix up because I feel like she does have. She lacks self love, but she also like in a way, worships herself. Like, she's like, I'm up here. I'm amazing. That makes perfect sense. That does make perfect sense if you're in pain and you're, you know, trying to make yourself feel better. You act like you're better than... Why are you pointing at the computer so (laughs) feverishly? Because they had the same question I wanted to ask, and I missed their name. Let's move it up a second. I don't know if it was the Woody Man or if it was... Oh, Care Danielle. I am fascinated by this. How did Jessica, re- I mean, Sarah rescind Jessica's invite to the house? Yes, I know. And that was going on, too. I was wondering how that worked. I don't know. And I, Very I think good point, that we I... found that out. They found that out in Vamp Camp. And I think it's going to come out later, and I think it's going to be important. I think that mm-hmm. was a flash or something. It's going I to agree. be that, very it, important. It, but it was it wasn't interesting when that happened. I'm like, how how did she do that in his house? Do you think? Yeah. I think there's like two theories. I had two theories on it already. Please. And um, one is, I think it's a it's a weapon that they might have developed in the camp. One or mm-hmm. two during times of war. Maybe I don't. This is maybe it's something in the government can actually take hold of a property. 
due to the war. Like search and seizure. but Like an eminent domain or whatever it is, kind of like takeover. It's still interesting, though. I don't know how she was able to get that power, though. Right. Or is it just because she uh, had quite a relations with I him and all of a sudden it, now... She <laughs> marked her territory. Yeah, that's what I was like. Or, or is something. that now somehow it's like a side benefit of... I don't know. So well, many questions, well, no it, answers. I would real. say, though, like, I hadn't... This is more of a feeling on the whole episode. Just thinking about Sarah's part and how much she had in this made me realize like this episode was felt pretty long. Mm-hmm, because did. all of that happened with her tonight. We saw her in, like, what, three different places? Yep. She was first at the governor's house, then mm-hmm. she ended up at Jason's, then mm-hmm. she was at camp. Being in a show that sometimes we can focus, like, three episodes on one mm-hmm. day, the mm-hmm. fact that I feel like they went through a lot of time and space. They did. Right. And especially with her, and like we were saying about some of these other characters that were big parts of earlier seasons that weren't really used that much anymore. And here she is getting a lot of uh, time on tonight's episode. And speaking of this cluster of like Jason, Jess, and Sarah, Mm -hmm. so are Jason and Sarah going to end up together? I mean, Jason and Jessica going to end up together in the end? Uh, It's, yeah, now she's in vamp camp. Yeah, but I mean, but he's going to go save her. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Prediction. I, I, well, I will say I, I like the fact that there he was back to his old. It kind of felt like it was old self there, kind of having the ladies over, yes. having a little, you know, you know, just things going on. It felt like old Jason there, and we got a little bit more of like loving Jason yeah. when he like admitted he's like I don't, I don't like hate vampires anymore, and he goes and mm-hmm. he joins whatnot. Like he's definitely he's back. He's back, but yeah, he's grown. As, so a, as, an, as a character, as an individual, over the over the which is past what we wanted seasons. to see. Yes. You know, I think they've all kind of grown. They in. have, you know, and um, actually, let's see, someone at uh, Benlo. This is from Benlo. Hi, Benlo. Whenever mm-hmm. Benlo talks, Benlo just comes the name kicks it, butt. It, it does. It's just like all of a sudden you have to have like reverence, <laughs> and it's very serious. What does Benlo say? Benlo says, "I think that Sarah's going to kill the governor and become the big baddie." Benlo mm-hmm. has spoken. Could very much happen. Mm-hmm. I would, I would agree with that one. I mean, that happened a lot back in. Well, I mean, she's not married to him, but that happened a lot when the governor would die or, or be out of office. That the wife usually took over uh, or ran for it. So you never know. The girlfriend. Why was running an office after husbands? Who knows? <laughs> so you never know. I mean, that's something that happened a lot. Well, okay. So then Jessica gets captured. Yes. Along with we, we uh, actually we've got we we skipped over. Eric and Tara offering themselves up. Mm-hmm. Good move, bad move, understandable move. Yeah, bad move, yeah. but understandable, understandable. move. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how bad it'll be because I. Th- well, I mean, in the sense that they're in the camp now, but I think that it's going to help with moving the plot forward and and. I mean, I think we're escape. just getting that. Um, Billis vision's coming true, mm-hmm. which was all of yes, now all, all of them. them are there. Are we missing mm-hmm. anyone from that vision? Um, uh, let's see. I'm trying because Nora. We didn't even see Nora. Nora's been but captured. We know that. Yeah, yeah. There's Nora. Steve. Well, Nora. Well, Steve, of course, is Steve. Yeah. So he's probably not in the burn sequence. He's going to escape that because he's a talker. Really, I think he's the only one who's going to die. Do you really? <laughs> <laughs> we got Steve. We got Pam. We've got Eric. We've got mm-hmm. Tara. We've got Jessica. And Nora that have been captured, and Willa, and, who is and Willa now, but VIP. Yes, the VIP room. Mm-hmm. Although VIP doesn't sound very nice. Mm-mm. 
Well, let's let's dive into some of the prisoners. Let's t- dive into like Pam getting captured because we've been getting a lot of grief. I, we do read our YouTube comments and they they want mm-hmm. us to talk about Pam a little bit more and break it down. I would love to talk about Pam. I love, Pam's I love my Pam. Favorite. And this episode for Pam was <sighs> great. It, was. it, I it made up it because. Yeah. I've always been such a fan of Pam mm-hmm. and like her because she does have a heart. She just doesn't show it that often. And how she like views the world mm-hmm. as a vampire, I think, is unique but also universal. I know that's obviously me being critical in a way. But like her diving into pain and diving into those topics, she's honest and I really liked it. But I think she might have been a little too honest because she yeah. is just feeding them information mm-hmm, for mm-hmm. them to study. That's exactly what I was going to say too. Yeah. I'm like, they, she's giving them too much information now. Yeah, I, I never. Th- I didn't. I didn't I, that's exactly what I thought when I was watching. Because at first, I thought, oh, she's not going to give all the truth because she's so good at kind of hiding behind that veneer. That I thought, okay, she's not going to be giving the full truth. But then all of a sudden, she started telling all this, which I thought was hilarious, by the way, where she's in like therapy, and I love how they call it the uh, living donor program, the LDP. I, mean, I thought it was brilliant, and I love that whole thing. And once she relaxed and, and really opened up, but I do feel like she gave away a little bit too much information, um, you know, because that's what it was there for. It was like, there to elicit information for them to be able to use against vampires. Exactly. It was I, just refreshing to have Pam back. Yeah. Because I, I always her character for the first half of the season is this very vulnerable, almost, I don't want to say, ah, I'm judging. It's almost to a point where she was whining a little bit, and that's never been Pam. Pam has always been this... You know, we're caustic, like t- t- tough, is, yeah, nails, like in control. But that's because not going to take any crap. All of this was about Eric mm-hmm. for the first mm-hmm. half of the season, and that's her only one of her only points of actual attachment and yeah. weakness. And she exposed that to herself by talking about the maker stuff, and also by not being forthcoming about the question mm-hmm. about Eric, which just shows that that's the only thing she's protective yeah. of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I lo- I did love that, though. I really, really did. It was great to have her have that moment, I think, for for not only us as, as Pam lovers, but mm-hmm. just for the show itself. It was really great to see that. And I love how they divided everybody up, too, into different groups. So that was kind of interesting, yeah, no, too. And did you notice like kind of like the sub-genre that was being yeah, created? Yeah. Vam- vampire chicks in prison? Yeah. It's like some 70s exploitation yeah, yes. film <laughs> with like Tara and Jess. And the new this new vamp that didn't get Brunette? Any- yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Obviously got some power in there. Yeah. Yeah. How do you get power in, in – I mean, I guess this goes back to like the prison shows. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Well, no, it is. How did this woman get her power in Vamp and Camp? So, well, I was going to say, how long has she been there? Because it doesn't seem like Vamp Camp has been around that long and she's already taken control. So, yeah. but Maybe I, I like I, all her vampire babies. But, but I love the whole Gen Pop thing. I loved how they were split up and, you know, one's Eric and, and uh, Pam were ones. And, and I was guessing it was kind of seemed like it was divided up into how long people had or how long people had been vamp- turned into vampires basically i i disagree you didn't because i saw like threes as being like the younger ones with the sexual you know because that's what she was saying like pam was mentioning oh i'll go out in the other room and he said you're not that level yeah when jessica and, walked in and there were threes and she lost the battle she got shot yep. yeah that determined her being a three i believe do you think so because i said she got shot too oh, and true. Tara three. Did say she got shot and too, eric yeah. won and he's a one and well, they they I don't know. Wait, I don't know if he's a one. I, no, Eric I is a one. Eric is a one. Eric is a one. Pam's, Pam's a, one. a one. So it's I wonder. I'm assuming here that Pam 
won her battle royale or her yeah extreme- which i thought was great too there's the whole battle thing but it is interesting i was wondering how they i thought maybe it had to do with eight because i was thinking okay longevity is vampires they were talking about pam with the intelligence and they want to know about their intelligence and how they think so i started thinking maybe it's how long they were because steve was a four I don't know. It's very fascinating. I'm trying to figure Hold out on. how they you guys categorized everybody. The numbers, because I like don't even remember them <laughs> saying numbers. Maybe well, they had them like, on their they had them on their back. on their their jumpsuits there. Oh wow! Suits. All right, we're, we're being called out. All right, by Ronnie de la Cruz. Is he going to give us the right numbers? Because I hope so. Because I have no memory. Of oh man. Well, I don't know who were twos. I didn't see any twos. That was the one thing I didn't see. All right. Oh man. Okay. What they're, is he saying? They're showing how. Okay. Oh man, they are so dense. They showed the rubber ball Hunger Games contest and giving yeah. them by giving them the numbers. I don't know if I could make sense of that. Did that make sense? Does that mean like the first person to <laughs> the lose first person is to lose not one? The second f- person? No, to lose? no, because Eric saying? made it to the yeah. What are they saying exactly? I love the way that happened though. You're I love staring the at whole... a computer and not giving us any information because I'm trying to because they're they're giving us other info as well. Yeah, so like supplemental info. But I love I did love that whole intro where they had to go in with, with the, the, with the like the, yeah with the it was like a racquetball extreme I'm, handball dropping, yes. yeah dropping out of the out of the roof and they're shooting people. I mean I thought it was fascinating way and, and they're all standing on the X's. That was great. I mean, but, I was really just thinking about the fact that it was really targeting the hunt, the will to survive. Yeah, well, like the Hunger Games cost. type of thing or mm-hmm. type of yeah survival thing. I th- I thought it was really great, but yeah, I'm very fascinated by what the groups of the numbers meant. Maybe it was me overthinking it because I'm seeing Eric and Pam as ones, but I'm just it's interesting. Yeah, I how they broke I it all didn't even down. Think about the numbers at all. Not not okay. in my head. We've gone Sorry. way too. I into, know, I know, into, I know, into, I know. Into, uh, but that's ball. for them to be able to dis- help us, help <laughs> us fans decipher what the one, two, three, and four meant. I'm trying to think any any other captures that we might have missed. Let's see. I mean, Jessica is high. Yeah, Jessica and, and Bill making out. That, although she also yeah, thinks Bill might be the devil. Too. A, I, I yeah, well, she thought he was be... God, then she thought he was the devil. I think she's kind of, yeah. She's, when she she's, comes down from this high, what is yeah, she going to think? Yeah, she's, whew, I don't know. She's a little out there right now. She needs to just simmer down a little well, bit. Well, how long do they stay high? Off, uh, off a ferry boat. Well, well, she, she had a had, lot. She, she had, had three of, well, four of them. Four, but at least three, and you, uh, you called it. You okay. did call it. All about right. The fairies. I thought more of them were going to be alive. I didn't think they were going to kill off three of them. <laughs> but why didn't they turn into dust? Why didn't I they know. just get wretched like the other? Yeah. When when most fairies die, they get really kind of fugly looking. Yeah. The the biggest question for me of that because yeah. I would have said so I think that's what threw us off. Yeah, I would have thought well. Full fae, full fae turn mm-hmm. into dust. But then, if we go to Sookie's grandfather when mm-hmm. he came back to this world, he turned, like, he did the whole... How do you spell that? <laughs> right. Can um, you do that again, please? That was Y-A-H-A-P-G-O. Okay. All right, so I'm trying to think anyone else that we missed in camp. Bam camp? Yep, camp. I think that's I it. mean, Willa, but we pretty much... Yeah. All her, that we her, know is that VIP. she has been sent. But she's there. But it really, you know, but her, her dad, the governor, did say he wanted to go get her. So, and again, we saw this vulnerable side now that we're seeing the fact that he really doesn't want anything to happen to his daughter. I Which disagree. I think changes. But he didn't. He he's At the very beginning, he's telling uh, Sarah that he had to go get her. He did not want her to be put in there. And I think that's going to no, change the dynamic. I thought he said that he wanted to take her himself and put her there. 
It didn't seem like that to me. I don't know. What did you guys think? Because I felt like he definitely was was concerned about her. I felt like he was she was the one that but was he wasn't like like over. He wasn't going to keep her at home. He didn't like really want her. He just well, also didn't want her to, like die. Well, yeah, because he said, "Oh, I was there when she was born. I was the first one to hold her and the first one to kiss." Her. Like so, I felt like there was a vulnerability there that I think is going to play into the rest of the season. The fact that yeah. now he has a connection to a vampire, and that's going to change the way he's this whole. It's obviously going to be go. a critical point. Yeah, so I definitely thought that there was definitely an emotion there, that vulnerability was there uh, okay. from him. Well, since we're talking about his, the gar- f- his wall was put down a little about bit. About the fairies and whatnot. Now, how long have they been alive, would you say? You know, because they're now adults. Well, the one that's alive. But, I mean, for Andy, I mean, this Andy, Andy I think Andy has so much this season. And he's always yeah. been kind of the comic relief. Mm-hmm. And he had his tryst with Morella and mm-hmm. Holly. Mm-hmm. But this season, there's so He's got so much to do, and absolutely love it. Like yeah. the, the scene with, when he's with um, with Holly, and he's breaking Great down. Scene. Yeah, I'm glad to see Holly back again too. Which we were talking like earlier that she's going to be a little bit more important this season. So yeah, just the, the honesty, yeah. the mm-hmm. honesty that uh, Chris Bauer played it. And mm-hmm. I mean, I just I felt him. He came through the screen for me, and, and that's neat to see him. The guy who was always the foible with, yeah. with Jason. So mm-hmm. yeah, I agree. It was it was wonderful, and I actually felt bad for his character i felt bad for him because like here he was finally embracing you know fatherhood and and doing you know taking care of them and now this who knows he might happened. even give one a name i mean yes one that's alive. The one that, yes number who do we decide which number that was <laughs> we don't know what number fairy know, that one was because so. she, she kept changing you so many times love this numbers game today <laughs> <laughs> well she was number two speaking of numbers just a coincidence there we go so i'm trying to think andy, with andy and holly uh, andy and holly and what about we had her with a gun again handy we can call her handy we can call the that? couple handy she seems to have a gun every time she appears <laughs> this season <laughs> Who does? Holly? Holly. Holly's te- always Ho- holding she's, a gun. She's, she's packing heat. I was so listening yeah. to words. I, she, I didn't even think about that until you said that. I didn't even, I just didn't even think about it, but you're right. Packing the heat. See, this is why I, ah, sometimes I, I this love. This is why there are multiple of us. Yes, yeah. right? So I get the numbers. <laughs> you, you figure out the guns. I follow the guns. <laughs> read into that however you like. I think it's, and, it's, and it helps us out because, I mean, we literally gone five minutes after we watched the episode. So there's yeah. like so much to capture. There is. And with such, so little time. So I know, I'm trying so to think. Let's move on to, should we move on to, um, Terry? And <sighs> could he be the big death? You, so, you, you talked about that too, about him being the big death this season. I feel like I've the, talked about everyone being the death. Yeah, I'm, no, I'm but weren't, we, ta- weren't we talking about Terry though as being the one? It's, it's someone that pulls like the community together. Yeah. But I mean, it's a little too easy for him. I, yeah. I think here's a. Th- I have a theory about Terry. Yes, please. Terry is a victim of his pain. He was perfect for this episode. Yeah, it's again back he's to the o- pain thread. He's yeah. always trying to escape this pain, mm-hmm. and he never can quite get out of it. And I think something's going to go wrong with Justin attempting to shoot mm-hmm. Terry. And what if Arlene is the one that gets hurt or someone close yeah. to him gets hurt? And it's just, it just, it's deeper for Terry. He, he can, it's almost like his own prison. Yes. I, I, did, I, I thought it was too easy too, the way he was like, okay, Justin, Can't make it happen. Yeah. I, I thought uh, that's way too easy for that to actually happen. Like something's going to get messed up in the process there. Like you said, it's either going to be Arlene, it's going to be somebody else, it's going to be something. But yeah, that's too easy just for him to come and. Surprise! Yeah, because even fans are saying it would be so lame if he kills himself. It's almost like a cop out. Yeah, but I still think that whole thing with Justin, that's just too easy of a... Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen either. Okay. I think you got to add a dig... dig, I know know we should say... I know. I know, I know. know. Sorry, Sarah. I'm just... Whoa, Stephen, he's really on top of it. Thank you. (laughs) 
Not yet, not yet. We've got yeah, too soon. We've, we've still got three hours of show to yes, cover. Exactly. Steve <laughs> At least three. God. All right. No. Let's quickly move on. Um, and what about? What are you do we, should we go with Sam and Nicole or I mean, Alcide? Hmm. Well, it's like I mean, two minutes I feel, like, I feel like Sam and Nicole deserve an honorable mention they because do. we're seeing some tension mm-hmm. between their newly found romance. Is that what that is? Well, because I mean, well, is their a, connection. I don't know. I don't know no, they were vulnerable it. people who lost people that yes. they loved. Yes, they turned to each other. They are not stable at all. Oh no, 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 no. And she wants to go home. Yes, but I, I, I feel as we've gotten to know her better that I feel maybe she's more genuine than I first gave her credit for. Because at first I thought she was totally evil, like totally bad news, and now I'm thinking maybe she's not quite as bad. Uh, maybe, maybe she still has like an ulterior, clueless. an ulterior motive, but. Yeah, she's just she does seem clueless now, like a little more innocent than what I first. Do you want them I, to like fix this, or do you want her to leave? Oh no, I want her to leave. I want Luna back. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> Come on, I, agree. I didn't say I want her to stay on and you know have some kind of relationship. I'm not going that far. I'm just I saying I'm, I'm I'm backtracking a little bit from my initial thinking that she was horrible and evil, and maybe she's just more clueless and all right naive. So, well, let's talk naive. about maybe like Jackson. Jackson Hervo, you know, catching Nicole and Sam. Because, and seeing them. And seeing After them. his fallout with Alcide. Yeah, because Alcide's okay. being a crazy head. Okay, okay. Yeah. Let's, let's, Alcide's craziness. He said, are you you're doing it for the right reason? Or are you doing it for... The what woman, is, the girl. For a girl. Pe- no, he said a piece of ass. Piece, ooh, oh, yeah. I'm sorry. No, 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 but here's the thing. <laughs> I didn't refer to her in the right manner. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm saying this for a reason, though. Yeah. No, no. Is, it, is he referring to Ricky? Because we haven't really seen that bond. That no, definitely referring to yeah. Ricky. It couldn't be for the V. I'm thinking, what if he's addicted? Because All Seed is a different character this season. He is. We talked about this. But it was the whole power thing we yeah, were talking sure. about from the beginning. I think that was we talked about that. I think episode one. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I was on, I was wrong. I thought that Bill was going to be the one who failed to control the power, and I thought Al Seed was going to rise above. And it seems like Bill's pretty self controlled, mm-hmm. and Al Seed is going nuts. He's mm-hmm. He's turning into the bad guy, and I don't like it. But it's based on what? That, the, that's the trouble I have with it. It's, if there was a reason to anchor why he's going mad, great. That's why I'm saying the only thing I could see is getting addicted to V. I think that it started with the V. It did. Then it started with too much power. Mm-hmm. Then it started with his pack not listening to him. And it kind of it just unraveled, and he's grasped. He's grasping for something that's not yeah, it's there. Yeah, kind of grasping at straws there of like mm-hmm. what he can get with between that power and, and getting the control of the pack. And I don't I don't understand why he's going through all this effort to get Emma, though. Mm-hmm. Is it to, like, that's what I don't understand. Is he going yes. after them to because he wants to kill Sam, or does he just yeah. want Emma? Or does he just want Emma back? I know that's the thing that's really not clear, and I think part of the problem, because we haven't had a lot of that storyline right now, mm-hmm. and we're just kind of gotten a little tease again tonight, a couple minutes, it's hard to even know what, what the motives are and what's well, his inner him. demons of causing the death of Marcus and also Debbie, and he's haunted by that. But you would think that they would allu- they would that, re- yeah. remind you remind about you. That but a that's what I'm more. saying because it feels a little bit like you're not exactly sure what is driving him sure. and motivating him. And we're just seeing bits and pieces, and then it's like, okay, that's it. And then we're like, okay, so 
I think it's going to be covered. I think hopefully. I, I think so too. I think like it's hard because we've got so many characters and so many storylines. We may have but... to kill half the cast. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, so it opens up more story. Don't, don't say things like that. That's, that's no. <laughs> the chat rule saying it. I'm not. I'm just. <laughs> no. I'm just. I'm just their voice for yes. tonight. So, I do not approve of killing half the cast. <laughs> this so is not Game of Thrones. Any final thoughts on tonight's uh, episode? Anything we might have missed? I don't think so. I mean, I'd have to scour my notes, but that would look like a crazy mess. Oh, I really liked the the tavern name, the unfriendly pop. Yes, we were both Just commenting on that. That was there. so great. I want to go. Like that needs to be real, and we need to go there on a field trip to a place named the unfriendly possum. Only if we I can dress up. Yes. yes. Only if we dress up. Yes. All right. So with that said, another great episode. Yes. Done with. So let's move on to. Should we do the trivia? Yeah, the true blood trivia. trivia. That's right, true blood trivia. Yeah, so we got to reach reach the hat. Okay, reach, reach for it, man. Okay, Okay, every week, as you know, that you guys have been watching all season, we for most weeks we do offer we we actually ask a true blood trivia question, and for those of you who get it right every week, we're going to put you in a drawing for our grand prize, which Mm -hmm. is an autographed poster from all our guests that have come this season for True Blood, and you'll get it sent to you courtesy of AfterBuzz TV. So last week's question was. Bum, bum, bum. I'm trying to remember. Oh, now. we're doing oh, yeah. last week's. Yeah, last week's last not week's? a bum, bum, bum. It would be like a ta-da. It was who said who said <laughs> this, and it was the quote between. Oh, w- yes. Warla- you have to repeat the quote. You have to repeat the quote. I'm trying to remember the quote. <laughs> it was like you feel me or something. Yes, something. Yeah. I, do you feel me? You know. Yeah, I believe it's. Uh, do, I don't remember the exact wording. I'm gonna. Uh, we'll too. have to go to our own tape, but I, I we did take down the names and we put them all in the hat, mm-hmm. and the correct answer was Ben with Suki while they were cleaning up the dishes. Wasn't it I Can Still Feel You? Thank you, Thank you. Steve Marino. See, Steven comes in for the rescue. I Thank pay you. attention to your shows, Thank guys. Thank you. Good job. Wow, coming wow. in for the rescue. I'll hold the hat. Okay. All right. Sarah's holding a hat, and Drawing. Scotty the Body is now Drawing. getting the name. You Here we go. Pick what? Drum roll freeze. I'm just, I'm just you can't, trying, like, toss them forever. I'm, 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 guys, one. we only have okay, an hour. Okay, okay. And okay, this I've week, got one. We this week's winner? I wanted to just look. And, oh, here we go. This week's winner is Frank uh, Segura. Frank Segura. You Frank have, Segura. Nice. You qualify for the poster of yes. True Blood from AfterBuzz TV. Thanks Congratulations, Thank you, Frank. And actually, Marty I... Marty Pants. Yes. Now... I do have a trivia question for this week. Okay. All Good right. You. We I'm all love Rutino, Rutino Wesley, who, who plays Tara mm-hmm. on the show. But she wasn't the original pick for Tara. If you can give me the name mm. of the actress who was the original person casted for Tara, you mm. will win a, a drawing in for the grand prize. Yeah, wow, that's a good one. I did know that one, and there now go. I think of it. That's a so very good one. Make sure to send it, send your replies to AfterBuzzTV.com. <laughs> While you're there, check out all our shows. I was going to say, our self-addressed <laughs> <laughs> No, good AfterBuzz. Field box, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> we, don't, we don't have one of those yet. <laughs> just go to AfterBuzzTV.com and leave us your answer to this week's question. So, let's move No, we got news and news. Oh, yeah. AfterBuzz TV News. <laughs> news, news, news. With Sarah Stratton. Uh, well, I, I want Yeah! <laughs> News and gossip this week. Basically, you guys should all check out the interview that Ben slash Warlow gave Rolling mm-hmm. Stone this week. It's really great, it and he good. seems like a genuine guy, so I just want to send you guys on over there to read it, because he's super cool, and he's British. So. And you got the biggest crush mm-hmm. on the, in the world for him. Mm-hmm. Um, I still, my heart still belongs to other people on this show. <laughs> oh, stop. I just want him and oh, Suki to be together. Oh. That's all I want. <laughs> Although his love is a little creepy at the moment. He needs to tone down, and then they can be together. You're just like Sookie. You like yes. the troubled boys, Sarah. I do. All right, so 
now we we do have some news from a former guest that was here a few weeks ago. Jamie Gray Hyder. Remember, she plays Danielle. Mm-hmm. Well, we've got some video game news. She was actually just cast in the next version of Killzone for the PS4. She is one of the main characters. She plays this intelligence operative, and yeah, she's, she's dressed. Yeah. yeah, so she's dressed. That's right, up. She teased it that night and wouldn't give us any hints. Exactly. Ah, it was just announced this week. So very nice. I was just gonna say it's very funny. I feel like the secret to being on True Blood is to play video games mm-hmm. because Ben Morlo yeah. Man he. Is a avid World of Warcraft player, like one of like ranked. Really? Yeah, he used wow. to pull sixteen-hour days playing World wow. of Warcraft. I did not. I read the article. And I don't remember that. That's so, great. So what you're saying is, if we all play video, video games, games, then we'll, we'll, we'll be, be on True Blood now. Is that yeah, how it works? that. I think that's backwards. Also, at the same time, have to get like a six-pack. Because everyone here is on shape. So. What if I drink a six pack? Could that help? I got a pony keg. Okay. <laughs> no, I was going to say one other thing too about uh, the news is that uh, True Blood's going to be down at Comic Con. That's right. And yeah. I had a quick little tidbit. If you are this heading week. to uh, Comic Con, you know, True Blood's doing that big panel mm-hmm. on the 20th from mm-hmm. like 1 to 4. Yep. But if you come a day early on the 19th, there's going to be this little booth area with, uh, with Michael McMillian. And he wrote a book with one of the producers, Gianna Sobel. And it's called, let me find the title. It is a. F- Fantastic title, Steve Newland's Field Field Guide to Vampires and Other Creatures of Satan. (laughs) So it's this great movie. That's great. I mean, did he have to do a rewrite after he became? Yeah, I was going to say, is this Steve before or is this Steve after? Let me finish. (laughs) No, it's actually him before he became a vampire. So it's from his perspective, and he's going to be signing teaser copies of it over at Comic Con. So if you have a chance to go to San Diego, definitely go check out their booth. So with that said, Mm -hmm. we're running out of time. Quick predictions. Quick, quick, quick. Very quick. Um, I will say this is what I... Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. But what is... I'm like sound clips. Where are these coming from today? I haven't heard of these. Anyway. All right. What can do we I, see can next I talk week? Now? Can, I, can I talk now? Absolutely. Thanks. Raven hair beauty. <laughs> yes. I just have to Just say that they've positioned it for Eric and Pam to like fight to the death, but I do not think this is going to happen based on Bill's prediction of them both being in the room, and that has not happened yet. So they they can't die. I'm just that fear has mm-hmm, to be erased mm-hmm. from my mind. All right, Scott. What do you got? Make me feel better. They won't die. Let me look into the magic crystal hat, hat of the future here. And let me see what Are I you see. Getting anything? Um, I am. So as I was saying earlier, you know Terry's not going to die. It's too easy. Uh, Pam? No, no. Pam's not going to die either. Or Eric. This looks like they're going to try to fight to the death, but it's not going to happen. They're going to be saved. Um, I, you know, I was. I, I think that. Uh, God, it was. There was just a lot of different stuff that was. Go- oh, look at you. <laughs> okay, go ahead. No, no, I'm waiting. Go for, ahead. I, I, no, go I, ahead. No, no. Who do you think is going to die? That, what? That, that's what I'm waiting for. <laughs> is that what you're saying? I was going to go there, but I think it was too easy because remember how I had mentioned Jason, and I still have this feeling it could be Jason. Yeah. It could be a big character. I think it's going to be a big character too, but I don't know. I think he's going to try to go in and save people and uh, or vampires there at vamp camp, and it's. Not not going to go well. Go All right. There. there you have just it, folks. It there. Those are some of the yeah, predictions. Yours? Tara. Hmm? Oh, my prediction. I kind of disagree with Sarah, actually. And I, you noticed on the footage for next week, when you see them attack each other, they, they pass each other. Notice. I don't know if you noticed mm-hmm. that. I did not. They go past notice. each other. And I think what they're going to do is they're going to knock out the guns that are pointing yeah. at them. Yeah. And they're going to go through that. And you notice that another cutscene is Eric's eyeball looking at Newland. And he's mm-hmm. like, oh, oh, oh. So, uh, yeah. And there's blood. And there's no of way course, there's no, yeah, So they're, 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 they're fine. They are going to be fine. There's no way. That's that's my prediction. So we've yeah. got to get no out of way. here. So Who's going to save Sookie? Warlow. Oh, yeah. Warlow's with Bill. <laughs> 
no, but Warlow, I'm telling you, Warlow and Sookie together forever. You made me drink the Kool-Aid, Sarah, uh. and I am with you now. I am with you to the end. With that said, we are out of here. We're out of time. So, Sarah, what shows can they find you doing here at AfterBuzz? You can find me on Tuesday for Teen Wolf, Ooh. and there's a little crossover going on this show right now. Yeah, that's right. right. Yes, Jason, who was on this week's episode, who was hired to kill um, Terry, or persuaded to kill Terry, is one of the werewolves, actually, on Teen Wolf. So, supernatural wow. crossover. Mm-hmm. And Scott, so that nice tidbit there, Sarah. Sorry, Very nice. Scott, find that on the uh, find me on the Twitter at sman80 s m a n eight zero. And yes. Stephen, where can they find you? Thank you for keeping it, raining yes. us in tonight, buddy. Thank you. Thank in the you. booth all night, every night of my life. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Happily, though. <laughs> and you can and find me at JC Rubio TV on Instagram and Twitter. So a quick shout-out, of course, to the chat roll, yeah. to Sarah, to Scott, to Steven. I'm JC. We're the AfterBuzz for True Blood. We'll see you next week. The views expressed herein are those of the host only. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz you later. later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.